I need new music. This is the JJO Discover New Music Podcast. Is it heaven up there because it's hell down here? Is it heaven up there because it's hell down here? Joining me, a very special guest from the Amity Affliction. I call him String because we're good buddies now. So I go by his his cool string. <laughs> Aaron Stringer of uh, Amity Affliction. Aaron, how you doing, man? Good, man. How are you? I'm doing great. Hey, man, appreciate the time. Obviously, we're very excited to talk new Amity Affliction. Uh, the brand new album, Not Without My Ghost. Eight studio album. Let's dig into it. Obviously, you guys are no strangers to the studio, putting a record together. What maybe stood out with this album compared to previous works from the band i mean this was probably yeah, the, the, this definitely was the the first full length we've done self-produced so there was no one in the studio with us besides the you know the, the three track uh ep that we just put out before this was yeah the, the so the bar, both of the last records have been self-produced which is you know i think uh, uh we're very really proud of it you know we've we've recorded with so many different producers and learned so much over the years that we just thought okay let's just give it Let's do it ourselves. Sorry. <laughs> you good. You go. We'll fix it in post. Okay. And actually, I'm glad you brought that up. So self-produced. Why is that so important in the band? I mean, I, that may be kind of self-explanatory, but with making this eighth album and the work you guys have done before, self-producing it, dig into why that was really important to you guys for putting this new album together. Whenever we bring an album into the, the studio and there's a producer there, like, you kind of, you know, there's that extra person that hasn't really written the song, so they don't know as much about it as you do. So it's kind of like a really personal thing. I mean, obviously, showing someone your work and the last album before that, like, we kind of looked back and went, nothing really changed uh, in production. So what are we doing? Why are we, why are we paying someone? I, I don't want to, you know, throw anyone under the bus, but it's, it's, it's kind of like we got to the point where we didn't really need that outside perspective and we were just like, all right, well, these songs are finished. Yeah. You know, and you listen to old demos from other albums and every album, you know, a lot of songs never changed in, in production. So it's just like, well, you know, let's just see what happens if we do it all by ourselves. And <laughs> I, I, it's more it's more of a proud moment knowing that no one else had an, an outside hand into it. You know, what I mean? right. So so the confidence is not that you guys didn't have confidence, but maybe the confidence and security that you have as a band now and where you are at able to get in there and produce it yourself. That really was, was kind of the driving force behind that. For sure. I mean, we, like we probably won't use a, a producer for a long time now because, like I said, we've just all learned so much from everyone we've worked with over the years that yeah we're just kind of like a self-contained unit we're just ready to go in and smash it you know sound wise you know i think it's it's always interesting to me especially a band as far along as you guys are eight albums in you've had a lot of time to explore and try new things and play with this sound and play with that where does this album fall in maybe the sound evolution of the band i mean definitely we, we you know kind of like went back to our roots a little bit made it as heavy as possible like this is definitely the the heaviest record we've ever done Kind of pushed the envelope, like even you know when when Dan wrote um, "I See Dead People," the just just the, the the musical side of it. Joel Joel and Joe were just like, I don't, I think that's too heavy. I, I don't I don't know if we can make that an Amity song. And I was like, No way, we're doing it. 
Yeah. And so it was just kind of like pushing the envelope, just having fun, trying to make different stuff happen. And, yeah. you know, and, and we did just like, you know, me and Dan a bit, we're real heavy music fans. And I think whenever we're listening, whenever we're obsessed with something, we'll, we'll, it'll come out in the music. Like, you know, when we were writing Misery, we were both listening to pop a lot. And we're like, oh, let's explore that. Let's see what we can do with that. And, you know, this time we were just like, Balls to the wall. Let's let's make this you know as heavy as we possibly can, and, and it was fun. I love it. Uh, do you got a favorite track on the uh, on the album? Maybe one that really uh, really speaks to you. Well, I th- yeah, my favorite is uh, "It's Hell Down Here," which I you know thought was going to be the single for sure. And our manager's like, ah, it's not it's not a hit. It's not it's not a it's not a single. You know, record labels are always like that. They try and push you to. They, they, they don't want to tell you what you want to hear just so they can get as, as much out of you kind of thing. Uh, uh. Like, even if they know a song's a hit, they'll just be like, ah, I'm not going to tell them that. <laughs> but uh, that one's my favorite for sure. And, uh, and I see dead people. Those are my two favorite tracks. Nice. Nice. Uh, you guys also had some uh, collaborations on this one, which uh, it, you've collabed before with, with other artists. Why is, why is that uh, a fun thing to do on an album? Why, why does it help expand the sound when you, when you bring other people in other outside artists and, and forces into it? Well, I mean, it, exactly what you just said. I think it just, you know, it, it makes it more interesting for the listener. You know, if you hearing me and Joel, you know, screaming and singing the whole time, it kind of gets a bit boring. So, you know, mix it up with some friends. And, you know, it's fun to have friends on songs. So it's kind of like, uh, you know, just adding some more magic to the to the mix, you know? I like it, man. I like it. Well, we are so excited once again. Uh, brand new Amity Affliction, Not Without My Ghost. It is out now. Listen, rate, share. Subscribe. Discover new music now at WJJO.com, in the JJO app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Rock has a new interview every Thursday evening between 6 and 7. 941 JJO. I need new music. This is the JJO Discover New Music Podcast. What's kind of lined up for you next? I know it's always kind of run and gun once you get the album out. So, so you guys staying busy? Yeah, yeah. We we hit the ground running. We're in Germany right now, uh, just practicing. Well, we had our last day of rehearsal today. Um, yeah, then we hit. Uh, where are we playing tomorrow, Sean? Uh, We're playing with Parkway Drive, uh, Leipzig. In in Leipzig, so that should be fun. Nice. First time we've uh, ever supported Parkway over here, and that you know they're got gigantic, so yep. it should be a really fun show. And then we're going back with them uh, to the U.S. for the Monsters of Oz tour. So nice. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Well, uh, definitely excited to get you guys on the road supporting the new album, Not Without My Ghost, which is out now. So everyone, keep your eyes and ears peeled if you haven't gotten it yet. And according to Aaron, the heaviest we've seen, which is pretty damn impressive when you look at the track record of Amity Affliction. That's pretty damn good, man. So we're excited. We're excited. Before you go, uh, I want to do I do this thing called rapid fire. I do it with everyone. Since you're from Australia, I want to tweak it a little bit and do the Australian version of rapid fire. Fair enough? That sounds good. All right. No wrong answers. Just go with your gut. Okay. Let's start easy. Midnight oil or men at work? Midnight oil. 
All right, all right. I would, I would be a little surprised. Not that beds are burning. I mean, uh, beds are burning is better than laying down on this. So that's, that's how I mean it. <laughs> all right, BGs or air supply? BGs. Very nice. Good answer. Australia, baby. Uh, they're they're fantastic. I love the BGs. I love them so much. Chris Hemsworth or Liam Hemsworth? Which one of the Hemsworth boys? I don't. Oh, one Thor, right? That's Chris. Sure, I'll go, I'll go with Thor. I mean, he's Thor. He's a god of thunder. I right, will do that. Uh, <laughs> Tim Tams or Cherry Ripe? Tim Tams, but the white chocolate ones. Those are my favorite. White chocolate Tim Tams. Cherry Ripe sucks. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever had it, but it's 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 bad. I've, I've never, I've never. So I'll be honest. I, I Googled popular Australian candy and those were the t- like first two that popped up, but it's like a coconutty chocolate strawberry. Co- it's bad. <laughs> so if I ever go down, go, go, for, go for the, the white chocolate, Tim Tam, stay away from cherry ripe. One hundo P Holden Commodore or Balwell Nagari. Commodore, baby. I had a VN Commodore girl. I, that was my Did first really? car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like a box Chevy. I uh, like that. Chevrolet. It's old GM. Uh, and well, I just love the name Commodore. Like you feel cool driving a Commodore. Yeah, 100%. Oh, yeah. I used to feel cool. Mine actually got stolen and burnt out, but RIP. Yeah. Where did it get <laughs> stolen from? Where, where was it stolen? Uh, the Valley in Brisbane where I, uh, you know, first moved when I was an adult, but oh, yeah. man, I oh, actually God. had to pay $400 to the uh, fire department to put it out. Really? Yeah. yeah. So you- and when I went and uh, registered it as a stolen vehicle at the police station, they said they told me I was a suspect. I'm like, I don't even have insurance on this. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I do it? Yeah. I'm not cashing checks on this one, guys. <laughs> no, I just had to text my friend on my Nokia 3310. Can you pick me up for walk? My car's been stolen. Like literally walked outside. Oh, dude, where's my car? Oh my God. You lived it. You lived it, but Australian it, style yeah. with the Commodore. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Your awesome bitch and Commodore got stolen. Last one. Would you rather fight a kangaroo with a man's ass or a man with a kangaroo's tail? Cause that's a kangaroo with a man's ass. Because you know, that's where all the, all the power, all the powers in the tail. So you're switching. Oh, that's such an insane question. Uh, I'd probably rather fight a man with the kangaroo tail. Cause I, maybe I could like, Yank on it or something, you know, spin him around. A, a, a kangaroo is deadly enough, but with a man's <laughs> ass, I, I'm not even touching that. Yeah. <laughs> good. I'm glad uh, glad that I got an answer to that one because that one kept me up last night when I was prepping. That's a good this. question, yeah. Good, good. Glad we answered it. <laughs> uh, Aaron, thank you so much for, uh, for helping me out with that. The Australian rapid fire version. Uh, go get the new album, Not Without My Ghost. It's out now, The Amity Affliction. Uh, and then see him on tour. Appreciate it, brother. Thank you so much. Hell yes. Thank you, bro. Appreciate it. Have a good one. Listen, rate, share, subscribe. Discover new music now at WJJO.com, in the JJO app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Rock has a new interview every Thursday evening between 6 and 7. 941 JJO. Oh.